Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today, you are going to need a pen and a piece of paper or a notebook, as I want to talk specifically about behaviours around money and the method I use to help my clients to better understand their own behaviours and how this understanding can lead to overcoming limiting beliefs around money and replacing them with new beliefs. When it comes to our relationship with money, it can be really helpful to understand in what specific situations do your negative behaviours around money show up and to understand three things in particular. What thoughts follow this behaviour? How does it make you feel and what emotions come up? What action or reaction then takes place? And then to understand the results of this behaviour and are the results wanted or unwanted? By bringing the unconscious into the conscious, this allows you to decide how you can move away from those negative behaviours towards behaviours that support the results you want to see. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through a framework that I use with my clients. And this is a method that I call Adios 101. Say goodbye to limiting beliefs about money. So Adios stands for awareness, desire, information, observation, and systematic. So under each of these headings, I'm going to ask you five questions to do with your behaviours around money and what comes up for you so you can better understand what is happening for you and then decide what you are going to do about it. So let's start at the most logical place, which is A, A for awareness. So it's becoming aware of what is happening. What is happening for you in terms of your relationship with money and your money mindset? Why is it happening? So when you're in certain situations around money, why are those feelings and behaviours coming up for you? And then ask yourself, why do you want to change? Because 
to start the process of creating change, you do need to understand what is it you actually want to change. The next thing, why? Why do you want to change it? Why do you want to change your relationship with money? Why do you want to change your money mindset? And then the final question is, what do you need to do to change your relationship with money? So I'll go over that one more time. Under A for awareness, when it comes to your relationship with money, your money mindset, what is happening? Why is it happening? What do you want to change? Why do you want to change it? And what do you need to do to change it? The next is D for desire. When it comes to making any big change, the only way we can truly commit to it is by creating that real sense of desire to make those changes. Motivation is only going to take us so far. Motivation is temporary. So what we really need to do is to lean into the desire of why we're doing what we're doing to create that change. So the first question, how do you see life being different? So when you've changed your relationship with money, your money mindset, how do you see life being different for you? How will you feel when you've created that change? Really leaning into those emotions and really connecting with those emotions and really feeling those emotions is key here. And how will you know when you've got it? How will you know when you've changed your relationship with money? Now, what could stop you? It's always really good to understand what could be those things that are going to stop you from getting the des- what the desired outcome is. So what could stop you from getting the relationship with money that you want to have? And then the final question in this section, how will you ensure it doesn't? So whatever you put under what could stop you, what will you do to ensure it doesn't stop you? Being able to anticipate those hurdles, those bumps in the road, those things that could get in our own way, by being able to anticipate them gives us the best opportunity to either ensure they don't stop us or to work out a strategy to ensure they don't stop us. The next is I. I for information. What are you currently telling yourself with regards to your relationship with money? Our money mindset is the conversation that we're having with ourselves internally about our relationship with money. And it's all directly linked to our sense of self-worth and self-value. So what are you currently telling yourself that is creating that current relationship, that current money mindset that you have? And how is that serving you? How is your current relationship with money serving you? Is it working for you? Is it not working for you? And then the next question, how is this showing up for you? So those things that you have identified that is just not working for you in terms of what is serving you, 
How is that showing up for you? And the next question, what does this mean that you are not doing? So if you recognize there are certain behaviors that are holding you back, certain things that you are not doing, maybe you're procrastinating. Maybe you are just getting in your own way because you don't want to feel uncomfortable. But how is that showing up for you? And what does it mean that you are not doing? What are you not doing that you know when you think about it, you actually should be doing? And in not doing them, the next question, how are you feeling? And it's really, really important to work out how you are really honestly feeling when your money mindset, your relationship with money is not serving you in the way that you know it could be. How is that actually in reality making you feel? The next thing is O for observation. And the five questions I want you to consider here are, what evidence have you created? So when you are starting to work on your relationship with money, it's really important to understand those behaviors that are not serving you. But actually, when you proactively start doing the very things you know you should be doing, but previously were not doing, What results has this created for you? And what is the evidence that you have created? What results are you demonstrating to yourself that are actually proving to be beneficial now that you are moving away from those very behaviors that weren't serving you? And now that you are moving away from those behaviors that are not serving you, What are the feelings that you are experiencing? So the first three areas, the A for awareness, the D for desire, and the I for information are all those questions that you ask yourself to do with the current situation you are in with regards to your relationship with money. But when you start to do the inner work, either with somebody like me, as your coach, helping you to work through those limiting beliefs and those limiting behaviors that have held you stuck, and you start creating new beliefs and have new behaviors, these questions will start to be relevant at that point with regards to you observing the changes that are happening in your life and the results that are improving as a result. So what evidence have you created for yourself with regards to your change in behavior and the results that are coming to you from this? And what are the feelings? What are you feeling now you see yourself moving away from your old money mindset towards a money mindset that is serving you? And what are the results that you are starting to see as a result of this. It is said that what we see in our bank account is as a result of work that we did in the 90 days previous to that money 
arriving in our bank account. So everything that you have been doing over the last X number of days, weeks and months in working on your relationship with money, what are the results, the tangible results that are now showing up for you? And as a result of the results, and as a result of the feelings and of the evidence that you are now creating, what can you let go of? What is no longer important or relevant to you now that you can see the evidence and have the feelings and can see the results? What can you let go of because it's no longer serving you and is no longer relevant to you? And the final question in this section, what have you learned? As a result of what you are observing, what have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about your sense of self-value and self-confidence and self-belief that you can now utilize as you move further away from your old relationship with money towards your new relationship? And then the final part of the method, S for systematic, relates to the fact that our relationship with money, our money mindset, is never one and done. It is always work in progress. But once you start the work and start to go through the process of doing the work and start to see the results, then you are putting yourself in a position of being able to understand when that old mindset is starting to creep back in and you're able to identify it and do something about it a lot more quickly. So you create an internal feedback loop. And that internal feedback loop will make you aware of what is going on far more quickly this second time around than it did the first time you started to do the inner work with regards to your relationship with money. That internal feedback loop will start to get louder and louder more quickly and allow you to get into a position where you do what you need to do to prevent yourself from slipping further back into old habits and old behaviours. The next thing to do is to agree an accountability process. And that accountability process can be with a coach. It can be with a trusted friend. It can be with a peer or colleague. It can be with a mentor. Or you can use simple things like uh, futureme.org and you can email a set of things to yourself, which they could be goals. They could be things that you want to ensure that you achieve over the next X period of time. And futureme.org is great if you want to do that by yourself. But I would always suggest the best way to have a really robust accountability process is to actually engage somebody in that process. Somebody who can actually hold your feet to the flame, who will actually help you to stay accountable. The next thing to do is to really think about and anticipate what may trigger your old habits. Once we identify what those triggers are, then we put ourselves in the best position to be able 
to either avoid them or to anticipate what might happen and to put strategies in place to ensure we don't revert to our old behaviours. It's a little bit like recognising you need to lose a few pounds in weight. And if you are the kind of person who cannot stop at one or two chocolate hobnobs, then what you need to do there is to simply not buy the chocolate hobnobs. If they are not there, if you cannot open the cupboard and easily reach for them, when a trigger happens that previously may have had you reaching for said hobnobs, if they're not there, then quite simply, you can't reach for them. The next thing to do is to commit to yourself to continual progress, to recognize how far that you have come, but to recognize there is still a journey to be had, that you want to get better, stronger, and more resilient when it comes to your relationship with money. And a way to do that is to set yourself bigger and more progressive goals as you achieve each one along the way. And the final and equally important part of the systematic part of the process is to celebrate your success. It is really, really important to keep ourselves connected to what we want to achieve by celebrating each of the successes that we have along the way and really recognizing how far we have come in moving away from our previous relationship with money to a much healthier, more supportive, more creative, results-driven and result-focused relationship with money. So that's me talking through each of the five elements. So just as a reminder, adios, the awareness, desire and information, they're the three steps that you need to follow with regards to understanding your current relationship with money and how that is currently showing up to create that real emotional desire and connection as to why you want to change your relationship with money, to understand the internal conversation, internal messages you're currently giving to yourself with regard to your relationship with money, and to understand how this has not been serving you, how it's been showing up for you, the feelings that are being created and the why you want to move away from that. And then the observation is for you to be really openly aware as to what is happening now that you have made a conscious effort. You want to be aware of the evidence that you have created of you moving away from your old relationship with money and to understand what are those feelings What are the results you are now generating as a result of moving away from those old behaviors and putting in place new helpful behaviors? What are you going to let go of? And quite simply, what are you learning from going through this process? And because our relationship with money is never one and done, wouldn't it be great if it was? but there'll always be new levels, new devils. It's really important to be systematic, to create that internal feedback loop 
so that you were always aware of when something might trigger you and take you back a step or two. Put an accountability process in place. Anticipate those triggers that might send you back to your old habits. Commit to always looking at continual progress. And don't forget to celebrate your success. So that's it for today. I hope that has been helpful. I hope it's allowing you to really understand what is going on for you right now with regard to your relationship with money, why it is you want to change that relationship, to improve that relationship. What are you currently telling yourself? And then look at all the steps you need to put in place to observe the evidence that you are creating when you're moving away from those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back and then putting a process in place to not go back there and not to go back there in the same way as you started. So thank you for listening in this week. If there is anybody that you know would benefit from understanding the adios process themselves, then please do share this episode with them. And if the episode has resonated with you, please do rate and review it because the more ratings and reviews it has, the more the podcast will be shared with others. And of course, as always, any questions or comments, reach out to me directly. I absolutely love hearing from you. Until next week, take care. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly money mindset audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.